Hello and welcome to the National Archives. This recording is of an interview with Nigel Taylor, one of our legal records experts. Nigel is answering questions about wills, which we hope will help you to understand more about these records, which can be so helpful to family history research. Hello, welcome to the National Archives. We're in the Map and Large Document Reading Room. This is one of our public reading rooms here at the National Archives in Kew. And I'm here with Nigel Taylor, one of our legal record specialists. And we're going to talk today about looking for records of wills, looking for wills and related records. So, Nigel, I'm going to start by asking you first, why why are wills interesting from an historical perspective or a genealogical perspective? Why might someone want to look at a will? Yeah, they're very useful to uh, establish uh, family relationships because mm -hmm. they mention uh, diff uh, um, sons, daughters, uh, cousins, nephews, uh, also um, friends, uh, servants, uh, right. uh, families that had servants. So it's, it's giving kind of the information that you wouldn't find anywhere else uh, often. Um, sure. It's also um, mentioning sort of uh, places as well, you know, properties held. Uh, right. So you can be, build a, a kind of geographical pattern for a right. family as well. Right. So they are you know, uh, very useful in that sense, as well as, you know, uh, again, the in detailed information of um, the, the property held by, the, within houses held by uh, families. So you can sometimes itemise room by room. Uh, right. Of, of what are the possessions of a, of a family. Right, so really quite detailed yeah, documents. Yeah. And how far back do wills go in this country? When, 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 when were wills formally, when did they become you know, formal documents? Yeah, I mean it has been established, uh, certainly the Anglo-Saxon times, uh, there are surviving wills and you know, that, that goes back, right back to the ninth century, so right. it's this it's from very early times that you know, the, it's been established that, are, that people were you know, leaving wills. I mean, not so many compared with uh, modern times, but uh, right. certainly the, the, it was established uh, yeah. in, in this country. Yeah. yeah. And so, what have we got? You know, um, I know we've got a significant set of wills here. What exactly are there? Yeah, I mean, the main collection, uh, apart from a few. Um, Smaller collections that we have. Uh, the, the main one is the uh, the wills of the property court of Canterbury, which was one of the uh, church ecclesiastical uh, uh, courts. Right. There was uh, Canterbury and, Can uh, and uh, York. Uh, York uh, were the top with the you know, archbishops of York and Canterbury, and, and Canterbury covered administratively the southern part of the country. And, yeah. And those are the wills that we have. Uh, Starting in 1383 and going right through to uh, the first few days of 1858, when it okay. ceased to have that uh, function. To right. So thinking about those dates, so 1380. So this starts in the medieval period. What what kind of people that far back would have been leaving wills? Yes, yeah, probably the, more the sort of the higher strata of society. These yeah. are the Kind of landed gentry, the you know, titled people. Uh, right. Um, so yes, it's 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 quite a small number uh, yeah. to start start with. Uh, 
And, and did that begin to change? I mean, we've got them right up until 1858. By that time, did you have a different class of people leaving wills? Presumably there was some kind of progression. Yes, there was, yes. I mean, uh, more and more, um, certainly into the you know, 18th, into the 19th century, it gets more the, the, the middle classes, and the middle classes are expanding. Uh, yeah. And a lot of those are you know, business class people. Right. Uh, um, so you, you have that added to the, the, the traditional landed uh, uh, people who are all owning land and, and property. It's, it's very much people creating their own sort of wealth and right. you know, wanting to pass that on. Right. And do we have a sense, um, let's say by the 18th, 19th century, what kind of percentage of the population were leaving wills, would you say? Yes, it's probably a, it's about a, a 10% uh, okay. um, by that time. So, yes, yeah. so thinking about that 10%, I mean, there's a decent chance, um, if you're looking for a will of an ancestor, that, that in fact they didn't leave one at all. Yeah, that's right, yes. I mean, uh, most people were, didn't have enough to, to leave, so right. you, won't, you won't find an, an, anything. Uh, so, uh, yes, that is the... Yeah. Okay. And what happened in 1858? Why, why do we suddenly stop holding wills from that point? Yes, at that point they decided to um, make it more centralised, uh, a more efficient process of uh, proving wills, and take it, take it, taking away from the, all the, uh, the various church courts. Uh, right. Because you had below Canterbury and York that I mentioned, you know, many um, courts uh, covering one county or two counties, uh, right. covering the country. So they they did so it became like a, a civil function as we have it now. So it's uh, right. like a, you know government effectively a government department uh, yeah. uh, that had responsibility for the the probate of wills. Uh, right. And so uh, that and those um, wills uh, had never been so held by the National Archives that right. they held by the, the respective government department. So. Right. So if you're looking for a will uh, from 1858 up until the present, then it's very unlikely the National Archives will actually hold it and you'll need to go elsewhere, presumably the, the probate courts, right? Is that, how does well, it work? Well, now it's, uh, luckily there is a online uh, function if you right. just type in how to find a will. Right. And uh, they've actually... Uh, Created so you can search by name, and it uh, uh, for for quite a lot uh, many of the years uh, you do have uh, uh, abstract uh, uh, short details of the, each wheel, which okay. should give you like the amount and uh, who it was, uh, who was the executor, yes, and the address. So uh, you know, a bit of information, and then uh, if you find the one you want, uh, then you can. Uh, there's a click-through where you can actually order the will okay. uh, from, from them, a uh, copy. Yeah. And so going back to what we hold, um, how do you go about finding a, a will here? And, 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 you know, what can you expect to see um, if you do find one? If, if I've got a will in front of me, what am I looking at? Yeah, I mean, first of all, the question, I mean, the, so how to find it. Uh, yeah. Luckily, we've, uh, we've got all the, um, the wills that we have uh, in that collection property called Canterbury actually indexed by name mm -hmm. and uh, where well, you can actually also put in a, a, often a place as well. Right. Um, so this is online? You yes, can... on, online and uh, when you uh, find it uh, you can uh, actually uh, click through and a digitised image right. of, of the will will, will come through uh, what you see on the screen. Uh, uh, if you're visiting the National Archives then uh, 
that is free to see the image and then right. you can uh, download it to your own device, uh, to your own email account. Or off-site, you just pay a, a small fee. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what you're expecting to see is the, is the, um, say, the whole will and uh, the whole and at the end a probate clause, which is the proving of the will. Right. So all the the content we were mentioning earlier, you'll you'll find in the right. the wording of the will. I mean, it does vary in terms of uh, how difficult it is to uh, to read, and right. sometimes. It was written out by the clerks of the court, and their, their right. hand varied, and some are yeah. quite uh, difficult to read, um, others uh, a little bit easier. So, uh, Are they all written in English? I mean, right back to the medieval period, they were being written in English, were they? Uh, no, I mean, the, the earliest wills we had, and I was mentioning starting 1383, Morska predominantly in Latin, some, yeah. uh, some in uh, Anglo-Norman, uh, right. occasionally English, but then into the 1400s you get more higher, higher percentage of it in English and then right. they all become in English uh, and then the only better will you find in Latin will be the, the formulaic uh, probate clause at the end okay. where, it's, where it's just the, the court saying it's, it proves the, the, proof the will and yeah. goes to probate. Right. And so you'll get, will you, um, you'll get inventories with most of them or just some of them and you'll get people listed you know how how how, how does the information appear in lists well the I inventories which is a you know, list of goods uh, yeah i mean sometimes uh you know see after pre um, the death of the the person the testator sometimes you get it uh, written out in the will um, yeah but uh, more typically uh, it's uh, after the will, you know, process of uh, listing the goods, which is a, like an accounting process. Right. Um, we do hold those in um, separate collections. Uh, there's various series of records. They've all been um, uh, catalogued on our online catalog, but by name. Okay. Uh, you can search. They haven't been digitised. You have to order that them up uh, as original documents. So um, you need to visit us to look at those. Yes. Uh, right. So, but only. Um, out of the ones that, you know, that were uh, produced, uh, there's only a certain percentage that have actually been retained with us uh, okay. in, our, in our collection. I see. And what about those instances where someone with a significant estate didn't leave a will? Is there, are there other kinds of documents they should, you know, people should search for in those instances? Yes, there is. Yeah, there is. Um, it's called an administration, grant of administration. Now right. it's, uh, it's usually where the estate is, is granted to this uh, next of kin. Uh, uh, sometimes it might be some, someone else, uh, some different, might be even a, a legal representative like a you know, solicitor. Yeah. The, um, and then it's, um, the actual estate is then uh, distributed on, in the, the rules that the governed uh, right. people who died in what they call in intestate. Uh, right. The, uh, they're usually very short. Um, they're in a, a series uh, called uh, administrations, mm. uh, again for the Proctor Court of Canterbury that we we have. We have those. Uh, they haven't been digitised, and uh, right. we uh, allow access here at the National Archives here on microfilm uh, right. in uh, one of our reading rooms, and um, there are indexes to those. Uh, some alphabetical indexes, certain period. Uh, right. Um, so, name indexes that contain the name of the person, the the, the deceased this, person. Yeah, deceased person. Yes. Right. Right. 
Okay, so if you want to see those again, you have to visit the National Archives here in Kew. Yes, you do, yes. Right, okay. Okay, thanks a lot, Nigel. Um, so, in summary, the wills themselves are online and you can get to those through the National Archives website. And for the administrations and for some of the inventories, you'll need to actually visit us, which anyone can do here uh, at our site in Kew. You can also have a look at our guidance on wills and on hundreds of other subjects. If you just go to the National Archives website and find the Help With Your Research pages, you'll find uh, a number of guides on wills uh, and related records there. This talk is copyright to the National Archives. All rights reserved. It is available for reuse under the terms of the Open Government Licence. Visit our website to discover more talks and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram for news and updates from the National Archives. <laughs>